Greetings, Geek Talkers. It's been a minute, but we are back on track, bringing you some new pods coming up. First one, of course, is a check-in with my co-host, Mr. Joe Bob Briggs. I uh, hope you enjoy it. I'm leaving this little soundbite thing that we did before we started the actual pod because it is just too cute and too JB. So enjoy that and enjoy the pod. And thank you so much for listening. Greetings, Mr. JB. Give me a soundbite. I'm so thrilled to be here. <laughs> Fuck you. Howdy, homies. It's Diana, and I am here once again with my humble co-host, Mr. Joe Bob Briggs. What's up, dude? It's about time you invited me on your podcast. <laughs> you are no fun. I, I live to go on podcasts, and uh, <laughs> okay, you I've know never what? been on yours, have I? Start- <laughs> did, we ever, did we ever do a podcast? Why are you such a smartass? Oh, my God. <laughs> Start your own, and I will leave you alone. But until you do, you oh yeah, the world needs another podcast. The what are there like a trillion podcasts? The world needs your podcast. Everyone has a unique voice. And speaking of voices, sir, that's why I do my podcast is to help me learn to speak as someone that's so shy. And I've had a long bout, like since the jamboree, where I just haven't felt like speaking to people. We've been to cons and stuff, and I just couldn't work up the nerve to go ask them to be on the pod that I, after speaking to a bunch of people who listen to it at various cons, you guys have inspired me to keep on going, keep trying to find my voice again. And Really? Yep. And the start- Can you say Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers? Wow. You're just literally mocking me. <laughs> no, I'm not. You are literally, that is like some kind of <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> ailment shaming or something. I, you know that. You're like- just so fun to poke fun at. Mm-hmm. And people get mad at me because I'm, like, rude to you on the show or whatever. But this is how I get treated off camera. <laughs> I wish you would be ru- more rude to me on the show, actually. Dude. Because it's it's fun when it's, you know, when there's conflict. I don't... It's actually really hard for me to be mean to anyone. But you you give me lines. Like, you made me make fun of your map. Your map was beautiful. You made me say it was a crayon. <laughs> crayon map. That's not nice. It was a pretty shitty map. See, I mean, it's like... That was him. Not me. I didn't make the map. The Austin fact, made the map. But the fact that a map was made, effort was put in. I appreciate that. But you want me to be a dick. You know, one of the <laughs> one of the labels on it was France. <laughs> France should be acknowledged. <laughs> All right, so, have we started officially yet? I guess so. All right, let's start. <laughs> we should. So I I have not potted since the jamboree, but I'm gonna. This is our new beginning. We should recap kind of what has happened since then, which is mainly. Halloween. You want to start with the show Halloween or real life Halloween? I you've totally lost me. We're I mean, talking about Halloween. Jamboree. You said Jamboree. Jamboree was I mean, the we're last. Back in July. That was a that exactly. That's my point. That's the last time we potted. That's been a while. Okay. So what what do we do next after that? Well, we can't remember all that. So we're just re- <laughs> recapping from October. I think we did a couple of cons. We were in uh, Maryland for the uh, for the Monster Mania. Right? Probably. With um, <laughs> Richard Dreyfus and Christopher Lloyd and a lot of, oh, a lot of big, oh, yeah, big stars. Oh, yeah, Monster Mania. Okay. Yeah. So, so I got to admit, sometimes the names get confusing to me. But Monster Mania was really cool. Yeah. And um, we were at the second Monster Have we Mania. Talked, we, uh, we haven't talked since I got COVID at one of the cons and Crypticon. We oh, that, we, we, that, back, that's though. after the Jamboree, too. Yeah. We went to Crypticon in Seattle and you got – and they had all these – 
protocols in place where you had to have a yeah the had, yeah, had to have a vaccination card or a test and you're supposed to wear and you a had mask to wear a mask all the time which I did and you got COVID I got COVID bad and and several other people got COVID it was a super spreader event you got and, like and they had COVID. they had the most they had the most uh, COVID security of any place I've ever seen I know so strange um, yeah but there's too much to go back on we'll just talk about what happened this past. Let's talk about the specials, basically. Down with that? The specials. Well, we should start with why the hell we played Angel. And no, Nobody's bothered that ex- bothered by that except you. Oh, really? You bring that up all the time. There's because nothing wrong with showing mail, Angel on Halloween. Yes, there is. It's a, it's, a, it's a serial killer movie. Ugh. You know, any kind of... Any kind of um, it is not Halloween. Horror movie is okay. It. It's not a horror. It's not even a horror. It's movie. a serial killer. It's a movie. crime drama. It's an episode of Hunter. It has murders in it. Yeah, fucking everything it has. has murders. <laughs> CSI Miami has murders. Is there CSI Miami? Probably. It's a good movie. Anyway, we. It's a we, great movie. We had a limited list of what we could choose from, and we were letting uh, David Gordon Green and um, Jason Blum. Um, uh, talk about movies that they were familiar with or that they liked. And um, David Gordon Green was a big fan of Angel. I appreciate and I, that. And that was on the list. And uh, Terror Train, um, Jason Blum had worked for the director, Roger Spottiswood, um, in his early career. And so, you know, the, the, there, there, was a, there was a method to it. I'm trying to get you to hold the phone so I can grab water. Here, go. <laughs> Talk. Um, so that's why we that's why we did it that way. I mean, what we wanted to have like the two guys that are the biggest dudes in horror right now, uh, David Gordon Green and Jason Blum, um, on the show, and uh, that was one way to do it. Yeah, we kind of thought we were gonna have Blumhouse Nate, but it turns out they didn't have the rights to their own movies. Blumhouse has a ten-year deal with Universal the release of all their movies therefore they have to go to the universal to get to get permission to um show the movies and so they couldn't get permission that should show you how hard this shit is (laughs) if if blumhouse can't get permission for blumhouse movies we're in trouble so then we had a second halloween special sort of yeah, we had the uh, Walking Dead special, and um, this counts as Halloween. I I uh, I loved doing that because I like the I like when we hit all the milestones of modern horror, you know, and uh, one of them is you know October thirty first, twenty ten, when Walking Dead happened, and I was watching. That's that's sort of the pinnacle. I don't know. I don't know if we can say it's a pinnacle because there will be other zombie movies and there will be other. You know, Train to Busan came out in 2016, and that that Boo. was a. You don't like Train to Busan? It's too sad. I hate you it. You don't like Train to Busan? It's too sad. I never want to watch it again. Anyway, um, continue. <laughs> uh, well, that Train to Busan, I think, is a great movie, and it came out it's in 2016. Um, <laughs> so people will, you know, continue to work in the zombie subgenre, but Walking Dead is what made it mainstream. You know what what, what made it crossover? You yeah. think so? Yeah, I think well, I think almost probably every American has heard of The Walking Dead. Not every American has heard of Angel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I thought zombies were probably more mainstream before then, but maybe not. 
No, I'd zombies have, have never been mainstream. Zombies really? were always low budget. Huh. That was the first high budget zombie film. There were, there's no, all, all of George Romero's films were low budget, um, you know, compared to Hollywood films. Um, zombie films were always low budget. Even going back to the, to the um, 20s or the 30s when the first zombie films came out, those were low budget. They were poverty row. They were indie filmmakers uh, using sets on the on this big studio lots. Um, you know, because as, as we discussed during the show... Are you talking about Madge Bellamy again? I'm going to talk about Madge Bellamy. Madge Bellamy, a silent film star, starred in White Zombie. And, um, All hail Madge Bellamy. But, she, but her career was, virtu- was pretty much over. She didn't really make the transition from silent to sound. And so, I can relate. <laughs> and so, uh, um, in fact, almost all the actors in White Zombie are silent stars who... We're looking for work. Can I say I've learned so much about Madge Bellamy since that episode aired, though? Well, I took you to her star you so did. that you can show reverence for Madge I Bellamy. It. And we should. Her star it. is in your neighborhood. It is, and it's not by an ice cream store. It's by Los Burritos, and it's in between Playmates, where I used to get all my shoes all the time, and Hustler, which is Hustler. No, <laughs> Playmates and Hustler are across the street. Yeah, but, it's but in it between. is in front of Los Burritos. But it's yes. in between those, across the street. Yeah, but like yeah. smack in the middle of it. So, easy to find. And it turns out she shot at her lover for cheating on her, which is pretty baller. I don't know. You've been giving me all this Madge Bellamy, you know, beside the point bio. It's interesting. It's Madge, you know. You made me feel bad for not knowing enough about her. So, I looked into her, and now I feel like I am a Madge Bellamy super fan. Why? Because she shot at her lover? She's just interesting. She has a lot of interesting things in her history, and she... Mm. We'll have to go on this another time because I know you only have limited time for our very important pod. <laughs> so we'll have to do a, a Madge Bellamy deep dive. We should do that on the We show. should do a Madge Bellamy documentary. We should go to her birthplace <laughs> in Hillsboro, Texas. We, we should follow her entire career, her four-day marriage to oh, yeah. some guy in Tijuana. She, she went to Tijuana, got married for four days, and divorced him because he liked... Eggs and ham. Yes. And she thought that was low class. Plebeian. Having eggs eggs and ham for breakfast. She literally refused to talk to him the whole honeymoon because he liked eggs and ham. That's amazing. <laughs> Yay, Mad Bellamy. I didn't know eggs and ham was a, was a, was a low class thing. <laughs> oh, I wish I knew her now so I could ask her if she still hates that. But anyway, let's move on. So you're happy with The Walking Dead? It was a little controversial. Why was it controversial? I, I don't get that. I don't know. What the fuck? I it's think... like Walking Dead, um, directed by Frank Darabont. If you, anytime you show a Frank Darabont film, people go crazy. Um, film, though, I think is the key. I think the fact that it's a show with no ending is a little off-putting for some. Some people thought they couldn't dive in. Some people were tired of The Walking Dead. Some people don't want to start a story that doesn't finish. Well, it has an ending. They escape from the uh, from the downtown um, uh, prison that they're in. I mean, in. eleven years later, it's still not over. <laughs> the meta story is not over, but the story that was told in those two episodes is over. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, dang, you made me forget my point. 
Oh, the fact that it was, how it was dropped too, I think was confusing because it was with AMC, which to us is a huge, awesome deal. And they, they, they showed your commercials on AMC. Yeah, I still don't understand what happened because we were supposed to be, it was supposed to be just the regular show that comes on at nine o'clock on Friday night and then, and then drop it later and then they dropped it. No, they were, they were always going to drop it on. It was supposed to be AMC only. That's why we did it like early so AMC could have it. But then Shutter decided to drop it too, which is fine. But it, it was really confusing to people. But if it got people to find out about the show, that, that's great. Yeah, the idea was to take some of those um, viewers who watch AMC or AMC Plus and introduce them to the last drive-in. That was one of the goals of it. But also, I think um, AMC is doing a big publicity push for uh, Walking for Walking Dead. Dead. So it's fortunate for us because we were able to... Hey, I'm we're glad they to, wanted to use us. We were able to get the show. Because <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I loved that show so much when it came out. So I was really happy to do that. And getting made over into a zombie was really fun. And getting to give you a zombie <laughs> butt plug, zombie raccoon butt plug was quite fun too. Yeah, let's talk about this. The rac- <laughs> let's talk about the zombie raccoon butt plug. Um, I can't I, even say the word. I, you know, first of all, I didn't think it was a you real. Didn't it. Well, I didn't think it was a real raccoon, a real taxidermy. Oh yeah. But it is, isn't it? Oh, it is. So it's a dead raccoon. Uh, it's half of a dead raccoon. God damn it! Why? Why attached, did you do this? <laughs> attached to a butt plug. For and some reason. I didn't. I knew that it probably had some sexual use. You definitely. It took me a long time for it took me, to me a while. That. Yeah, and <laughs> I. I mean, I knew it. Well, because the way the the letter started out, please don't think I'm a serial killer or something like that. <laughs> Always a good and, start. Um, <laughs> but um, okay, so my question is, where's the eroticism? You know, in, <laughs> there's a fetish for everything. In the zombie raccoon, are, are, one guy, you know, the guy who made it. You um, know, I know that a, some a, people bought it when we showed it. People were asking where where we. You mean there's more it. than one? Oh, oh yeah. I think he has a whole. Shop. You mean how many how many raccoons did he kill? Oh, I, <laughs> I hope they just died of natural causes. That's what I want to believe. <laughs> and he's preserving it's like, them. We shouldn't be killing raccoons I to th- make sex toys. I have to think it's natural causes. I'll look into that for right now. Let's assume that because I think okay. everyone knows that that would be really harsh. But the. Some people really liked it and and bought it, and I'm not. Gonna you mean judge. they 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 found him just because we we had his name and city yep. on the show. Yep. So they looked him up and found him and yep. said, "Can I, I have one like of those zombie plug. raccoon butt plugs, please?" Butt plug, you said it. Why? <laughs> well, you know, I just don't. I was like, Can the I erotic say- thing going through your head if you're doing that is like, there's a there's a zombie raccoon coming out of my <laughs> butt. <laughs> Give me some of that, baby. <laughs> I don't. Can I say when I, I first opened the, the box? Because yeah. I don't know what's what's gonna be there when I open the mail. I threw that thing across the fucking room. I it's like it reminded me of Seven so much. It was just like what, a head. Because you didn't want to touch it. It was a head in a box. I'm like, what the fuck? And like threw it. Of course I didn't want to touch it. It was a dead raccoon's head in a box. I'm like, what the fuck did somebody send us? <laughs> and then I read it. It wasn't as terrible, but like I didn't know. It was just, his little head was just poking out. I'm like, ah. 
Did he? I don't remember the letter. Does he say in the letter why he wanted to make a zombie raccoon butt plug? I think it's just his business. We'd have to, That's I'd his have to, business? I think he, yeah, he's like a taxidermy guy. I don't know. Oh I had to God. re-look at it, and I'll add his name to this Arizona. All this stuff offhand. comes from Arizona. Bad Dragon is also in Arizona. Oh. You know, the one that makes the monster. The heat does crazy things to you. The one that makes the dildos <laughs> in the shape of monsters. Oh, yeah, you don't got to tell me about Bad Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So is that good on walking? I, I think that's enough on on uh, on uh, zombie butt plugs. On zombie butt plugs, yeah. Okay. Then we have to move on to actual Halloween, because you had us working on the day most people spent celebrating Halloween, which was the thirtieth. We went. We were invited to the scare fair, which is at great. The, it was really uh, fun. San Bernardino County Fairgrounds. It's a new uh, horror convention. And um, we had a good time, and a lot of mutants showed up, and and uh, it was very ca- it was a very casual, laid back atmosphere. There weren't any long lines, and so we were able to talk yeah. to and talk to everyone for a long time. We're in a Halloween atmosphere. There was trick or treating, and anytime you make me work on Halloween, you have to dress up. So you were Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah, people kept walking by the table, not recognizing. Not knowing you, <laughs> which is crazy because uh, to me you look just like yourself, but you know. With a little bit of makeup on. <laughs> I didn't look anything like myself. <laughs> uh, you put the glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> did you have fun dressed as Beetlejuice? Yeah, I did. Yay. I did. It was, uh, it, it was, uh, I, I like those pictures of of us as Beetlejuice and Lydia. Aw. So, um, yeah, so we did that. And then uh, we went to, um, we were in, we were, Invited to uh, host a movie at a private party in um, Redlands, California. So that's what we did Saturday night. I felt so bad. I was so tired at that time. I hope they still had fun. <laughs> oh, they 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 were happy to see you. They were happy to see you. I don't know that I added much to it, but but it was Fun House, which is a great great movie. The Fun House, yeah. yeah. And then um, then the next day we got to have some free time. So I tried to make up. By taking you to as many Halloween events as we could. I was hoping to get you to Maxim, but by the time we were done with Halloween Horror Nights, you were over it. Yeah, we <laughs> did Halloween Horror Nights, which we've done in Orlando. And um, and you loved, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I liked the one in Orlando a little better than <gasps> the one in Hollywood. You can't judge it this time. What? I don't know. We didn't get to go to everything. We had fast passes, but I don't know. The funniest one to me was Exorcist. The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. The Exorcist haunted walkthrough. It was like all Linda Blair all the time, except occasionally they would just have random ghouls jump out of windows. (laughs) Um, I tried to explain to you that ghoul is the little, the what's it called? Yeah, you showed me. There is a ghoul in The Exorcist. For one half of right, one second, the, like, in a in a hallucinatory sequence. What are those like subliminal, <laughs> it's like, no, subliminal it's messages? Like, it's like no, the, but they put them all through the fun house. The engineer at Universal who was assigned to do the Exorcist house went, "Fuck! It's just Linda Blair. That's it. There's nothing else to work with." And so he went and found that one half second of film that has a ghoul in it. But you had and he fun. put all these ghouls in there. And they vomited on us. That was cool. Oh, that was that. That was yes. They they have. You, you go through these different rooms where different stages of the Linda Blair exorcism are going on, and one of them, 
she's throwing up, and they <laughs> they drop a little water on you. <laughs> it's like what? That's great. <laughs> that's not. That's you shouldn't do that to the guests. Aw, actually, I want. So, what out of four stars? What do you give that one? Well, the, uh, I I would give it four stars as a so bad it's good. <gasps> But it, but it's a so bad it's good. But you have fun. That's what matters. Yeah, I had fun. Okay, yeah. so four stars. That was your favorite oh, but one. But I though, always right? have fun. It can be bad or good. I still have fun. <laughs> that was your favorite one, right? Well, I tend to like the coast, the uh, the, the coasters. <gasps> the mummy. That was your favorite. Than the, better than the walk through the mummy things. It was your number one ride or walk through the night. Uh, didn't we just do two of them? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did we do two? Yeah, the mummy. The mummy, and did we do another coaster? We did the Simpsons. <gasps> oh yeah, Simpsons is fun. I always forget how scary it is because, like, I'm always like, "Oh, we're just sitting in the room," but I scream my head off, like, "Oh, we're gonna die!" <laughs> Even though we're not going anywhere. <laughs> but I, mummy is my favorite too. So four stars on that. Which other than oh, Halloween four? You, you were uh, really bothered by that one. <laughs> well, I was just like Halloween four was just like. The 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 coolest part of Halloween Four is at the very end. The walk through at where Universal. You, where you, where you walk where you walk through this maze where there are like twelve or fifteen Michael Myers is staring <laughs> at you and you don't know which ones are real people and which ones are you know um, uh, like animatronic. Yeah, and and so uh, you don't know which ones can can leap out at you with a knife and. Um, you, you're so, such a little baby. I love it. You're you jump at everything. I wanted to get footage of you to show people, <laughs> but it's so dark I couldn't. But what I didn't understand is how is Halloween four? Why do they call it Halloween four? What makes it different from Halloween five, six? It showed the story of Halloween four. <sighs> it showed Jamie. She was at the top of her stairs where Loomis was like, no, 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 and it had. Cops do it by the book. She was hanging on the wall. And, it, yeah, it's Halloween 4, straight up. It was the whole story of okay. Halloween 4. So they put three or four things in there. They showed it's like the story of Halloween 4. You really Halloween can't four. follow any story in these haunted house things. Beg to differ, sir, which brings me to <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they did several good um, recreations of, um, of the key scenes in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, they really did make it look like the set of the original movie. They really did an amazing job. They had a they didn't barbecue. do it in order. Uh, <laughs> uh, who, who worries about uh, that? But um, <laughs> they had a barbecue stand though outside where you could go get barbecue, and it looked really good. It looked like because we yeah, visited there. It that's kind of sick though when you think about it. it. Of course it is. That's why it's great. I can't believe you didn't get barbecue. No. So what would you give that one out of four stars? I would give that one, well, you know, the Pam on a meat hook part. Oh, yeah. Um, You didn't like that one, how they they portrayed her. I hope Terry McMinn doesn't see it because (laughs) Terry McMinn was a beautiful woman. And still is. And still is. And and, uh, this woman... That they put on the meat hook looks nothing like Terry McFan. And she was like fully clothed, and it was it was an yeah, interesting choice. It just wasn't. But I it, mean, it wasn't, and it wasn't scary at all. So three stars. 
three they, stars. They fucked up the meat hook. Honestly, that's more than I thought. I was surprised. I, I, that was the first one I wanted to take you to. I'm like, no matter what, we have to get you to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It seemed like you were a little bit disappointed, but three stars, that's not so bad. And what about Halloween 4? What was your rating on that one? Two stars. Ooh. Why? Just because you don't get? You know, the <laughs> ones that just rely on constantly the same person jumping out at you, I, it doesn't really, I, I don't know, it's, it's, it just okay, seemed repetitive. I thought it was super fun. And I'm just, I was in awe. Like, I am the opposite of you going through that because you're just jumping and running and scared. And I'm just staring, like, in the eyes of the actors, like, whoa, you are killing it. Like, just in awe of how amazing job they're doing. So I know you appreciate that, too. I'm not saying you don't, but you're a scaredy cat. <laughs> but I did feel sometimes weird, like, I should maybe be more scared. But instead, I'm just like, this is amazing. You guys are awesome. Yeah, well, I'm okay with it, though, because I know that Universal has a rule that they can't touch you. <laughs> That's true. We should take you to one of the really scary ones where they can. I know they Arr. have they have touch touch haunts. Yeah. Touch haunts. What did we go to any other ones you should rate? I can't remember. The lines even with the fast pass were so long. We went to Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, it had yeah. absolutely nothing to do with Bride of Frankenstein. But it was really cool. It was I it was <laughs> very stylish. I love Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, I have some footage of me leading you in there, I think. I'm gonna try to make a little video of our night at Halloween Horror Nights for okay. the best I can. It was dark and I was a little stoned, but we'll see how, what, what we can come up with. Is that, that's it? We only went to like four mazes? Dang. Next time we need to get extra, extra VIP pass so that we can get to more stuff. But you still had fun, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't like crowds, so it's a little bit crowded. That's <laughs> but... the Halloween spirit. You get to spend it with all your fellow Halloween merrymakers. Uh-huh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's over. Are you sad? About Halloween? Yeah. It's always uh, a little sad, like the beginning of November, I think. I'm, you know, we talked about this before, but when I first started reviewing movies, you know, decades ago, Halloween was considered a children's holiday. It was not a big holiday, you know. It's crazy to me. It's only recently that Halloween has become a holiday for everyone. Um, So you're not having Halloween sadness. So I don't, I don't have the same (laughs) attachment to Halloween (laughs) that you do. Well, luckily you have a male girl who makes you celebrate (laughs) Halloween because you'd be missing out on all this fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But every time, every part of the year can be spooky. So I'm looking forward to spooky Thanksgiving where hopefully we'll get to do a Patreon watch along with Thanksgiving or something like that. We already watched Thanksgiving. But it's a tradition. I'm going to watch Thanksgiving It's a tradition. Not everyone saw it. I think, didn't we have like YouTube issues again that night? We always have YouTube issues. (laughs) Well, regardless, we're going to make November spooky. We got Atlanta coming up. Yeah, on the 13th and 14th, I'll be doing um, How Redneck Saved Hollywood at Boggs Social and Supply. That's the name of the place in, in Atlanta. <laughs> I thought you were making that up when you first saw Boggs Social and Supply is the name of the venue. All right, then. In Atlanta on the 13th and 14th. 
Tickets still available for both nights. They I th- are? I, I thought they sold out. That's why they added No, I, ma- I made a mistake. I didn't know why they were adding a second show, and I thought... That, <gasps> They're I th- not sold out yet. We have to I hurry I thought it was up because then. the first one was sold out, but it wasn't sold out. So, um, you, so you can go on Saturday or Sunday. All right. And then we're having the... What's the name of the Halloween fair in Texas? Oh, and then we're going to the um, Preserve Halloween... Festival. Perfect. I wish I was this week, honestly. In um, <laughs> Irving, Texas, um, later later in later in November. Yeah. Um, so. Um, so we're gonna a, keep Halloween alive even in November. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JV. Thank you for helping me get back on track. All right, it's about time you invited me on your pod. Just, just you. <laughs> I have some guests lined up that I want you to help me interview, so we'll get back on the interview track. You down with that? You're a great co Are you trying to rope me into another pod? Um, rope you in? You're, you're contractually ob- obligated. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you are. I am not. Because <laughs> I said so. <laughs> you help me, I help you. It's all good. <sighs> we have, like, Lisa Wilcox. I can't wait to interview her. She was our guest. I love Lisa Wilcox. She's, she's, she's fun. She's yeah. so great. She was our, our neighbor at um, Scarefair. And she's my favorite final girl. So I'm looking forward to potting with her. You have to do that one with me. And I have some other cool ones lined up too. So you're going to pod with me, right? Yes, Darcy. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> cool, Joe Bob. I knew you felt that way. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being here. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a very happy Halloween season. It's the Monster Mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. It's the Monster Mash. Darcy, take off the silver shamrock mask. Now. Halloween three good.